Hey, hello. Uh, welcome to Momentum. We are encouraging women who follow Jesus because your leadership and your influence matters. Um, this is Debbie Del Prior and Denise Harlow. And today we are going to be talking about um, how we talk to our family members. Yes. Something that probably we don't always think about or too convicted yes. to do anything yes. about. Yeah, this is, as you mentioned earlier, kind of could be a really fun topic. Well, it's going to be a very fun topic for me to talk about because unlike you, in my marriage, I was raised with um, a pastor and a pastor's wife. Um, my husband, on the other hand, was raised in an Italian household. Oh. So it's kind of like Sopranos. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like Sopranos meets modern day Pharisee in our marriage because I grew up knowing a lot about what the Bible says and what we should do. Uh -huh. um, so I could uh -huh. speak to it really well, but yeah. I may or may not have had one or 150 things brewing underneath the surface. Um, oh, that, I can understand. Oh, yeah. So we, we, we've, uh, over the 28 years in our relationship, we have learned quite a bit about our words. Yeah. And, you know, you're not alone. You're not alone. I we, mean, we take advantage of those people closest to us because we know they love us. And yeah, I think we give ourselves a little bit too much. Uh, rope there sometimes. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, just because we're in ministry or even a Christ follower, it doesn't mean that we're great uh, about how we talk to our family members at home because, like you said, we kind of let our let our hair down yeah. and uh, we'll let our moods fly through our mouth, yes. whatever, whether it's good, bad, whatever. Um, some of you out there may be much more spiritual than I and may be our great at how you speak to your family members or your parents were wonderful examples so yes. you do this beautifully um and for those people out there we just want to say good job yeah yeah good for congratulations. you congratulations we're gonna book you on here so yeah give me a call so um we we uh both have been convicted of this different times of yeah. our married life. And it's not just how we speak to our husbands, it's how we speak to our kids. And well, and more importantly, more importantly, oh, if we have littles at home, which I do, um, it's really important how we talk to our kids because, unfortunately, it's not do as I say, they're going to do as we do. They mm -hmm. watch us. And they learn from our actions. And unfortunately, and I am just as saddened by what I'm about to say as many of you may be, but your kids are going to do what you do. So we have to be intentional and mindful about this area because it's an important one. And, it's, and we'll get into some scriptures here in a minute, but it was really important to God too. Yeah. It is really important to God. Well, and so much of it isn't necessarily about the words we use. Sometimes it is about the tone we use. Or oh, <laughs> yeah, or both. That's true. That's true. But some of us can say, oh, I didn't say anything bad, but boy, our tones were well, so we belittling yeah. and or we don't, something. We do not recognize the power of our words. And I would, true. I would venture to say that I, about 80% of the time, our words, if they're critical, are coming from a place of emotion and nine times out of ten, the stuff under the surface, there's there's a logical explanation to it, but we're only seeing things through our eyes, or our spouse is only seeing That's things through true. their ideas and opinions, and we just erupt. Yeah. And we speak from that place, and 
it's yeah. toxic. And or expectations weren't met, Absolutely. or this or that. Oh, we're on our period. Uh, who, you know, oh, we, right, could, right. We, we have a million. <laughs> we're hormonal. Yeah, yeah, we have a million reasons yes. that yes. Uh, we may not always be good at speaking to our family members. Um, so today we're going to kind of uh, bear our souls again, sure. once again, and also encourage you because God's word. Uh, I love his word yes. because it speaks to today and speaks to me over and over. And so we have some great scriptures just to remind you. You know yeah. these scriptures. I yeah. know these scriptures. But, boy, they're very convicting when it comes to this topic. Yes. Oh. And God has been so good and faithful to me in revealing to me all of the beautiful areas that I need growth. So I'm just going to hang myself out to dry. (laughs) And I hope that God uses it for his glory because that's what we're supposed to do. And, you know, what goes right along with this is humility because the reality is we are going to mess up with our words. It It is just a, a common known fact um, God's word even says it in James 3, 6 through 9. It says the tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. Mm-hmm. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Ooh. With the tongue we praise God our Father... And with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Ouch. Yeah. We have a lot of power with that little tongue, don't we? For sure. For sure. And so um, it matters. You're right. It matters. What we say matters. And, you know, I just, a sidebar here. Mm -hmm. Words, there's two different kinds of words. There's verbal words and there's nonverbal words. So ladies, we have to be conscious of the words we're using with ourselves, too. Mm-hmm. So That's we've got to be careful as we talk through, you know, how we talk to our husbands and our kids and our moms and our sisters and brothers that um, when we're in a self-talk place, maybe we're being a little hard or... Yeah, cutting yep, of ourselves. Of ourselves mm-hmm. to, to take these encouraging words and put them back on ourselves. Yeah, that's that's good. I I love um, what it says in First Thessalonians five eleven. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. The Thessalonian church must have been doing this really good. Denise at home, maybe not so much. Uh, so this is definitely something we need to become aware of. Uh, uh, you were sharing a. An, story that happened with your daughter earlier and I thought you might just want to share oh, sure. a little of that well, story. This is... By the way, her daughter's name is Daisy and she is adorable. She's a little spitfire and yes. such a gentle heart. Oh yes. my gosh, she's yes. adorable. Yeah, and it's a... If it's I a, may say so. Oh, thank, you certainly can say something. It's true. <laughs> um, and that's what makes it so challenging is because she's so strong but then on the opposite side, she's so gentle and, you know, she'll apologize quickly and she'll cry once she knows that she's mm. wrong. And so that's a tough one yeah. because um, there's a balance here. She might be like her mom just a little bit, <laughs> maybe. Um, 
yeah, it's been fun in my marriage because um, I've told my husband, well, you get to do this twice because you've spent 28 years with me and now <laughs> you're going to get to see the childlike version of me because that is our daughter, Daisy, and she's beautiful and I'm trusting God to do great things with her life one day, but... Um, you know, and it's important that I note here, um, we um, have recorded a podcast. By the time you listen to this, I don't know if you've heard it yet, but it's on depression. Make sure you check that one out because I think it's important that we are always making sure that our hearts are in a good place and that we're good. healthy because a lot of this eruption and the way that we use our words sometimes with our family when we're, and obviously we're speaking about, you know, if we use our words when we're, you know, frustrated or from an emotional place. Right. Um, but it's, this is one of the main reasons why it's so important to make sure that your heart is in a good place yes. physically, emotionally, spiritually, because um, it really impacts how we speak and what we say and, oh, it does. and, and being intentional. So I had a, and this is, I could, I have a hundred examples of this, more than a hundred examples of this, but I, this morning I was rushing, I was trying to get some things done and this has happened so many times. Um, and I wish that I could tell you that most of the time I respond in the right way, but the reality is most of the time I don't respond in the right way. Um, and I was, I was, I was working, trying to get something done and my daughter who just finished first grade and she is in the phase right now of she wants my attention. That is what mm -hmm. she needs to know that I am watching her and seeing her and paying attention to her. So she comes busting in the room and she wanted to show me something. You got to come here right now. I want you to see this thing on TV. Um, and I was just very firm with her. And I said, you can't just come in here and demand my attention. Mom's in the middle of something. You need to wait and you need to go in the other room. And, and you had been convicted about this because of something on a report card a teacher had said. So you were had this in the back of your mind. Well, yeah, one of, yeah, one of one of the areas was mm -hmm. um, had to do with this behavior about you know yeah. just desiring the immediate right. attention. Um, and so, which isn't bad. Again, that's the phase of learning that she's in right now. So yeah. I have to remember. And she is an only child, so yeah. she's used to yes. that. And I have to remember that she's, you know, going to be seven years old. Right. So I have to, right. she's not my age. Yeah. You know, so I have to remember that she's learning and developing. And so um, it wasn't a bad message to tell her. It, it wasn't a bad, it was a good teachable moment because I was able to say, you can't just run in a room and demand someone's attention. Like, that's not the appropriate way to act in life. We have to be mindful and respectful. And, but when she, when she did finally get to a place where she went in the other room and I got to continue doing what I was doing, I did recognize, you know what, the most important thing right now at my daughter's age is for me to go in there and say, I love you and your heart and what's important to you is more important to me right now than anything else I was doing because it was more important to me to use that as a teachable moment to let her know that she was valued. And so I said, hey, I'm sorry. I would rather be a little late for my priorities this morning and you feel like I'm paying attention to you. So show mom what you wanted to show me. Literally, it was like 15 seconds of a thing she was watching on TV that she yeah. wanted to show me. Yeah. And the reason she wanted to show me is because my husband always says to Daisy's, you know, what's, what's mine is yours. He always says that. And she heard another dad saying that to his daughter. So it was such a sweet oh. thing that she wanted to share with me. And so I hugged her. 
<laughs> I hugged her and I said, I'm sorry, that was wrong of mom. You know, it's important that you know you can't interrupt people, but I want you to know that what you are feeling and what you want me to pay attention to is important. So then she said, no, mom, I need to be the one that apologizes because oh. I was sassy with you and, and I, 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 you know, lost my temper and I sassed. And so it was kind of funny. It was humorous. But oh. um, just the idea of... But you felt like... What the tone was wrong, or how you said it, or I was it was it was dismissive. Mm. It was, I, I if I if I in hindsight if I could have just said, honey, I mommy is gonna hear what you have to say. I'm, I'll come in there. I just need to finish what I'm doing real quick, and then I'm gonna come. Mm-hmm. But instead, I just cut her the quick. Yeah. I just said, nope, don't interrupt me right now. And, I'm busy. And we do that with our family members yeah. a lot. Oh, my All gosh, All of yes. us do it. I mean, I, when I'm frustrated with my husband, I especially in our early years of marriage, I, I was belittling in my tone. It was so disrespectful how... You know, if oh, he I've had left a mess, <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Maybe you can help me. Oh, uh, no, I'm sure I, I did it way more know, than you. You know, maybe he left a mess or just messed something up. And, 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 you know, it doesn't mean we're doormats, but how we say things and how we communicate. And, oh, it took me oh, many years to really learn how to stop how can I word this that it's not an attack on him? Right. That, yeah, we get this result, but he feels, he still feels loved and valued after I've said what right, I've said. Right, right, And that's, that's so important for our kids, for our husbands, our people in our home, that we tend to not really take it seriously sometimes. Well, and two, I mean, if, if you're in a place that you're listening to this and you have a relationship with God through your faith in Jesus, you know, the Holy Spirit, he is going to guide us. You know, he, he does lead us into all truth. And I can't tell you how many times I've started to say something to my husband and I've heard, nope, don't, don't wait, don't, mm. don't. And I may have ignored that voice a lot in my life, um, mm. but I'm learning and I've learned that um, if I listen and I stop and I hold my tongue, tongue, there's a verse of scripture and I don't have the reference, but it says, you know, where words are many, sin is not absent. You guys can look that up. Um, mm-hmm. But it's so true because when we just start spewing from a place of frustration. Mm-hmm. And I, I think for the majority of us, we can look at our spouses and our kids and say, they're good kids. Mm-hmm. Or he's a good guy. He loves God. Mm-hmm. I know he loves me. I know he wants to be a good, you know, participating member of our family. But we get hung up on our needs aren't being met. Or, you know, like you said, you're not meeting an expectation that we have. You know, something that was really helpful for me and my husband is we just sat down one day and we just said, let's just talk about all the expectations, how, how we've been mold, like molded from childhood based on what we've each seen in oh, our families absolutely, and, and how we could bring that stuff into our marriage. And it was one of our better. It can be eye-opening. Yes. Oh, it your was, mom does that? Yes. So you've been wanting me to do that? Yes. Yeah. It was very, very beneficial for yeah. us. And you know, two weeks later when I got frustrated, you know, it's not like we stopped, you know, yeah. we still... Um, or in our modern day of technology, 
how many times maybe maybe this only happens in my family, but how many times on both ends do we do we say or we hear our spouse saying, "Could you get off your phone and pay attention a minute to what oh, I'm saying?" Or "Could good. you get off the computer?" Or "Could you, you know, uh, I'm trying to tell you something," or "You're not, you know, yeah. you're not focused because you're distracted by your phone," or "Put your phone down," or yeah. you know, I know that you know my husband and I both have. Um, <laughs> We've actually had arguments about who's on the phone more <laughs> because when someone asks you to get off your phone, you immediately go on the defense and you're, yeah, oh, well, yeah. that's how I felt, you know, last yeah, week, you know. Yeah. So um, I, I just think it's important to point. be intentional about, you know, stopping and saying, regardless of whether I agree with what my spouse is saying right now about how much time or whatever he needs, he's letting me know he needs something. Yeah. So what would happen if I just paid attention yeah. and made him the priority? Yeah, I mean, I, I've i had to learn how to say it. Hey, when you're done with that, can uh, I want to share something with you that happened today. Oh, it's amazing how he doesn't get defensive then. Okay, yeah. let me just finish this thought or this text. Right. Or whatever it is. and uh, Or are you doing something that I can interrupt you? Are you yeah. Are you Beautiful. looking at social media? Or are you mm-hmm. sending an email or a text? Like yeah, what? Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll say to him. Are you this... being wasteful of time or do you never... really love me? <laughs> <laughs> do you cherish me enough to put that device down? <laughs> As my funny. device drops on the floor. Yeah. Oh, funny. So I, I love the scripture, Colossians 3.12, that you brought out. Um, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved Clothe yourselves. Ooh, that's an that's a verb that you actually do intentionally put uh-huh. it on. Like clothe you put yourselves. On a shirt, put yeah. on humility. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, which we all need in our homes desperately. Oh, well, so. we need this in our homes. We need it in our extended homes. We need it with our parents. Mm-hmm. We need it with our siblings, especially. You know, we may have our own personal units right now, mm-hmm. but then we have our larger extended family that is our mom mm-hmm. who lives at home with our dads or is a widow or divorced or remarried or whatever. Mm-hmm. We have siblings who may or may not have a relationship with Jesus. If they do have a relationship with Jesus, we might be on different ends of the spectrum. Maybe they're stronger. Maybe we're weaker or vice versa. And so um, it's important. And, and this is a good time, too, to say, um, if we're speaking about being intentional, find these verses and memorize them yes. because you'll be shocked at how those memory verses, those Bible verses will come back to your mind mm-hmm. when you're in a place of wanting to spew. That's great advice. And, and God will bring, you know, like I referenced earlier, the Holy Spirit leads us into truth. He'll say, you know, oh, are you being compassionate? Another one that I love is... Um, is it First Corinthians thirteen, the love passage? Mm-hmm. I heard I heard a pastor or someone on a podcast once say, instead of love, replace love with Debbie. Debbie's patient. Debbie is kind. Debbie doesn't hold a record of wrongs. Debbie doesn't, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just so powerful. God's blessed me with a, a few opportunities where I've started to respond to my husband one way, and God's actually helped to stop me and say. Say it differently. Say it in a way that's going to build him up and not. And I cannot tell you, like, it, it's, it feels like such a win when mm. I was going to be critical about something that I, my heart needed. 
and God helped me to be intentional to think about how this is going to impact him in a situation that could have ended up like a Jerry Springer episode where we're both like <laughs> hurling things at each other and you know yeah. our heads oh, are yeah. spinning. Yeah, yeah. Instead, it was it was ended with sure, babe. Oh man, thanks for saying it that way. I love and you, then, and I get a kiss. You know. Yeah, like, and then later it's like you can celebrate. Yay. God, I guess I am hearing you and yeah, listening to yeah, you and growing sure. slowly over time. Oh, man. Another thing that we talked about was um, I have felt God kind of speak into my soul so many times as a parent, more times than I want to admit, but it's just the reality of when I've been harsh with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And when we really think about our relationship with God as he's God the Father and we're his children, um, there's been times I've dealt with Daisy in certain ways. And I've heard God say, I don't deal with you that way. Mm-hmm. Please don't deal with Daisy that way. And you're and not it's such saying a good, you teachable... don't discipline or you don't teach them because Absolutely. that's our job as parents. Yeah. But how yeah. it happened. Yeah. 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 I mean, so. what's that verse in scripture? It's this kindness that leads us to pr- repentance. Like mm. even like God deals with us with grace and he loves us into correcting well our behavior you know we all know john 3 16 but 17 says god didn't send his son to condemn the world but yeah so it i love that i i can't say i was always gentle with my girls they will tell you times but i did apologize there were times i went back and apologized because i realized that was not a godly way to communicate when I communicated. And, uh, and we can model, we can model humility in our homes. And I think it's, it's important for them to know that. Yeah. And it's easier to do, I think with kids because they're younger. Mm. I think it's a little bit easier. I think it gets a little bit more difficult with adults or people that are same age to go back and say, um, Hey, I was wrong. Yeah, I said something. You That's know, a great. Point. I just recently was texting with my sister, and I'm sure she'd be comfortable with me sharing this. But I was, I mean, something so simple. I was babysitting her dog, and it, he's a little tiny dog. And she brought over the cage with the dog, and you know, and <laughs> she checked in on the dog. And I said, I said, well, we had to get, we had to put him in a, um, something different. The poor thing, he was in that tiny cage, oh. and uh-huh. he couldn't even move around. You know, so we wanted to. And as soon as I sent that text, I thought. She's going to read that and hear criticism from yeah, me that yeah. how mean of you to put your dog in such a small cage. So I immediately called myself and I texted her back and I said, or another way to say it is, you know, <laughs> and I kind of resurfaced it and she sent me back an emoji like laughing because mm. we, she and I have learned, we've had to learn as sisters that are a few years apart from each other that we need to be mindful of the way that we communicate with each other because we can tend to be critical or overly sensitive or defensive mm-hmm. about parenting or anything. You know, when her girls were smaller and I was helping out, you know, she she would, you know, I maybe would say something that she would take offense to, rightfully so. Now that I have my little one, mm-hmm. if she or my mom says, oh, well, you know, she is trying to get your attention. You know, we, uh, we tend to get defensive. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, um, that's very easy to do. Yeah, so. but I love what you said about humility and just admitting fault. Because yeah. it's just such a good model, and it helps us too. Yeah. I mean, God's that way with it. He forgives us, you know. It's 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 really powerful when it comes to teaching our kids. If we apologize and we admit when we were doing wrong, I've even admitted how I was feeling about something else, 
and I brought it, those feelings into my conversation with them. Mm -hmm. And then I had to say, mommy was angry about something else. And I am so sorry. Yep. I put that anger on you. Yeah. So I am sorry that I said it that way. I shouldn't have said it that way. Yeah, for sure. So, um, well, and I think the humility piece is important because the reality is we can talk about these verses all day long and what we should do. And we know the truth of God's word and how important it is that we use our words. But the reality is we're just like that verse that we read earlier, like the tongue's hard to tame. We're going to slip up. With, there's is. there's another verse in the Bible that that we didn't pull up that I have a reference that we don't have a reference to, but um, it says the mouth steers the ship in the course of our oh, life. Yeah, you know, and um, it's just so true. It is. It is. And we want our homes to be a safe place, a loving place, where our kids come to be comforted, where they're not going to be beat up like they are in the world. And so, I know I've been convicted in my life, and I pray. That if you out there are listening, you might need just this little reminder or yeah. a big reminder. Of, think about how we uh, are Jesus to our homes and yeah. our families. And then, so. and just, you know, pray. Yep. Pray and ask God to reveal to you, you know, the areas that you need to pay more attention to. Or pray that he gives you a gentle spirit or, you know, gentleness. Mm-hmm. Is, gentleness and humility are yeah. fruits of the spirit. Absolutely. So pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help nurture and grow those fruits in your life and to help you be mindful. Ask God to help you stop. That's right. Put That's a right. visual stop sign in your mind <laughs> before you say something. Just imagine your attention. a red stop sign to just stop uh, and think about you know what you're going to say. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good to talk about this because we all need this challenge and we all need this reminder and God's growing us all. So... All right, well, we want to thank you again for tuning into Momentum. If you want more information and encouragement, you can check out momentum.net or deniseharlow.com, or you can follow Denise on Instagram or Facebook. So thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you again next time.